Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. This is technically episode six, but it's going to be our bonus New Year's Eve and day episode. I am one of your hosts, Justin, a.k.a. Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Make sure you check out the rest of this episode right up until the end because we may have a sexy giveaway coming up. Anyway, Ty, how are you? Doing well. How are you? Good. So this is going to be our, our our extra bonus for fun, super awesome episode six. I agree. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, Path of Exile GGG just released today their uh, best of 2019 video, which was awesome. If you haven't checked it out, make sure you watch it. Maybe we'll put a link in the show notes just so you can find it. I think mm-hmm. they're coming out with some more information on their accomplishments and bragging tomorrow which is new year's eve will be tomorrow so hopefully we'll be out there and live with everybody at the same time so yeah let's let's uh let's jump into it so we figured it'd be kind of fun to look back a year at what grinding gear games development plan for 2019 was and assuming like we will continue this for the next 15 or 16 years We'll be able to do Obviously. this. <laughs> we'll be able to do this uh, at, at the end of each year and kind of see what was announced the previous year and sort of where things went from there. So we've got the development plan for 2019 from Grinding Gear Games last year, 2019. But here's what they say. 2019, we'll see the release of four significant Path of Exile updates in the form of 3.6 in March, 3.7 in June, 3.8 in September, and 3.9 in December. These releases will follow the formula we have been using over the last few years, introducing a challenge league, various expansion features, new character skill archetypes to play, and masses of other fixes in quality of life improvements. While working on the 2019 updates, we also hope to make significant progress on the 4.0 Mega Expansion, which we now know as Path of Exile 2, likely coming sometime in 2020. For those unfamiliar with our version numbering system, once we've released update 3.9, we aren't forced to number the next one 4.0. For example, the version after 3.9 in March is 3.10, as we do not expect to release 4.0 in the first part of next year. Development of 4.0 is a massive task that is absolutely affected by our desire to continue to release sizable leagues at our usual pace. So we are taking our time and making sure it's ready before we decide on a release date. 2019 culminates in the ExileCon fan convention in November, where we can announce and demonstrate December's 3.9 expansion, as well as a small preview of 4.0. This convention takes place approximately two to three weeks before the 3.9 release, so you should be able to play a near final build at the show. We expect to put tickets up for sale in the next couple of weeks. We're also putting the finishing touches on the PlayStation 4 version of Path of Exile and should be able to announce a release date in the near future. It's going to be a busy year. So that was the development plan for 2019 for GGG. And I will say, I think they hit all of them. (laughs) They nailed it. Yeah, I think they did. And they were very good at their uh, super chilled idea of what 4.0 was going to be in comparison to what we found out in November. So we'll get to (laughs) we'll get to that part sort of at the end let's let's break down the leagues because we've had now a year we've had we're in the fourth league for this for this year so it's it's obviously three have been completed one's very very new so let's let's jump through each of them so we'll go 3.6 so 3.6 was the synthesis league Mm -hmm. do you remember what you played uh synthesis for me now i i don't entirely know i do remember playing arc totems Mm uh for quite a bit of it just because so synthesis was a huge caster league there were that was the league of uh, a huge changes to spells and just casting in general uh, melee kind of got kicked a little bit and just was left alone but casting was a big one so for me 
uh, my main one was uh, was Arc Totems, and it actually carried me. I think I played it quite a bit for a league, and I think that one took me to ninety seven or so. I think I you played did well, and I laughed and I laughed. That was the one league where you arc totems was just storing everything you could have done it with your eyes closed you're having a great time and you bailed on it to make something else because you felt like it was too slow and you were flying i i mean it was like a split second i couldn't even hit like the start stop button fast enough to to say how fast you were laying your totems but it was too slow for you and so you respect yeah i don't remember i don't remember too much what i did after that only because that that was a big league for me just in currency. I had the, the, I can't remember the name of it, but the mirrored um, shield that I ended up selling for, I remember selling all of my arc totem gear for, I don't know, 60 or 70 exalts and just playing around and going crazy and then not caring after that point. What did you play? Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember playing it, but I had it written down uh, with how I do my, lists of characters my 3.6 build was an rf character oh okay i don't remember playing it but i'm sure it did great nice so synthesis it was not a great release no it wasn't uh it wasn't my favorite well we can talk about favorite ones later but uh, the system was confusing yeah and very and, confusing and there's not a whole lot of it left in the game no no it definitely went by the wayside in terms of how it could fit into the current core game um, you barely ever see it. It really only exists, as far as I've seen it, um, it only exists in Xana maps. When you see her in a map, you could have a synthesis map as one of your options, and that's really the only way that I've come across it naturally. I don't remember any other way that they've tried to infuse it, but that's that's it. And I Can remember... You, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I remember it being a league that was as as much effort as they put into it, I remember it being a league that I was completely happy to just skip the content, just go right past whoever it was that was doing all the synthesis stuff. And I just play the map and do the Atlas normally. The idea behind it when it was first announced seemed really cool to me. Uh, the way it actually played out, I found overwhelmingly confusing. It was really difficult to plan out the, I don't even know what you would call it, the map type thing that they had. Uh, I didn't find it, 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 there were so many issues where uh, a block the would memory just, fragments yeah an area would like clear out for some reason or you couldn't i i just didn't like how that function worked it was way too much extra added to the game and hmm. can you even go there can you still what was it called the nexus i think yeah i think that's what it was called can you still go yeah, there the is memory that still nexus thing? not that i know of no i don't think you can get the pieces of memory anymore but you can still get synthesized items that can fall within a synthesized map yeah it was it was it was a, I don't know what the word is. It was a, a, a valiant attempt to try and make something new to the game. But to me, it was way, 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 way too much. It was like, what was the one in, in the previous year with the the boards and, and all the lines and everything that would uh, go between all of the bosses? It, it was the one where they changed all the crafting. Um, oh, Syndicate. No, right. not, it's not called Syndicate, though. I always call it Syndicate Betrayal. It, yeah. it was, it, to me, it was like that. It was adding way too much to the game. And I just wanted to kill stuff. But so that actually kind of leads into Legion. So that was Synthesis. It was a fun league, but I did not touch the league mechanics almost at all. It's it's one of it's unique, I think, since I've started playing, which was in the early twos. 
Um, it's it it was unique in the sense that like there's a lot of the times where they have to make a lot of changes, right? Like remember with Synthesis, they had that blue stuff that would be coming in, and it would really start to cave in on you as Way you were doing fast. your map, and it was a speed game, right? So they had to modify it a lot. And even though this was now 2018, but you mentioned betrayal. They modified Betrayal a lot to try and balance it for people that were leveling according to people that were in late game. And so that happens in a lot of leagues, and that's just how it goes. But it was one of those leagues where, despite all the changes that they made to try and balance it properly so that it could be playable, it was the mechanic itself that held a lot of people back. And just matching the memory fragments, being able to store the fragments, figuring out how they work to the best ability was... From what I found, from what I read, from what I remember, that was the hardest part about the league. I had a blast in the league, but I did not enjoy the league mechanic. I loved mm. the caster changes. I loved the, you know, the yeah. skill reworks. I really, really liked a lot of the changes that they made for gameplay, but I did not like the league. I, I just didn't enjoy the synthesis side of, of the league. Yeah. But mm. are we good with 3.6? Yep. Let's move on. So... 3.6 goes through, 3.7 comes out, and that's Legion. And mm-hmm. now, Legion, I think one of my favorite things about Legion, so Legion was, it was dummy-proof. It was relatively yeah. simple. It was very much Breach-ish, not obviously the same exactly as Breach, but the idea that you would just come across them while you played, you could do them while you were in a map or in a zone, and it didn't require you to really have to do much else. You got to fight right. additional mobs. And now there was obviously other stuff that could happen within that, you know, how the mm-hmm. the league was set up. But the overall yeah. way that it worked was super simple. simple. Super simple. Yeah. You see it in the map. You hit the button. You just kill as much as you can. Yeah. They, maybe they'll kill you if you unlock too much or they're too tough. Or maybe you kill them all. And then you move on. You pick up your loot and you keep going. And I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, and then so with that league, they also came out with a huge melee rework, which was awesome. Especially because the amount of crying melee fans did in 3.6 for the caster league, it was really nice to have those wines dissipate in 3.7. <laughs> yeah, and and while it was a really, really cool melee rework, which has really a lot of that stuff even now is still very useful to melee builds, a lot of the changes that they made are still super appreciated it also became literally the cyclone league it did it did and because of the way that legion worked i loved the legion part where you would just you'd find it in a map you'd click it you'd break a bunch of stuff you kill a bunch of guys and you keep moving on i wasn't a huge fan of the end game side of it where you would Hmm. go to that that i can't even remember what it was called the other area and you could you know based on how many you wanted to domain of the timeless conflict Wow, look at you. Uh, that part to me was not my favorite, only because I had seen what people could do in there with insane <laughs> gear, and it just yeah. made you feel like very weak. It didn't <laughs> it make, make you feel like yeah. Yeah, what did you play? Do you remember what you played in that in that league? Yeah, that was my blocking build, my trigger happy build that I do, and uh, it, it it was perfect for it. Um, I was using Cyclone with it now. I've I've recently changed it uh, the last league or two to what's it called? Bladestorm. But I did Cyclone for that league with uh, Max Block build, and it would have worked really well, except Trigger Skills had almost a hundred percent reproduction crash right. associated to it for the first month. So I really tried to play, but because I had all three Trigger Skills 
on my on my build. I didn't know, and they didn't really know. They did, it wasn't fixed for about the first month, so unfortunately, I I didn't get a lot of playing time in. Did it actually last that long? Was it a month? It was a month. Wow! Before the trigger skills got fixed, it takes time to figure out. Like for a lo- the happening? longest time, because it was a cyclone build, a lo- they were really focused on trying to fix the mechanics and cyclone behind the scenes because they thought cyclone was causing a lot of crashes. It ended up causing very few, but it was a focus and it's just how it works. So not as a criticism, it's just what was impacting my specific build took quite a while to fix. And so by then the people that I play with were, were kind of done with the league. But yeah, I definitely don't think it was specific to the type of build you play though, because that was the league where cyclone became channeling and that made a huge difference to what you could do with it and so you saw so many of the on effect skills now being used with cyclone which was cool now uh, i played flicker strike only because i don't know why i actually don't remember what made me think (laughs) ah flicker strike you're trying to make me throw up maybe Maybe it was my goal just to 100% be sure I wouldn't play with you. I'm not sure, but <laughs> <laughs> I will say it was the first league in I have played since what was it April of 2012 in the in the in the beta. It, this was my very first headhunter drop where it actually oh, dropped. Right. And so that was in one of the legion things. That was actually glacier farming, which was a big thing for me in that league. And I remember it right. dropped as a, a unique leather belt. And I was laughing because Ethan, who was, who was in my office at the time, and I you know, kind of just said to him, of course, it's a tease. I'm not even going to pick it up. What a waste. I know it's going to be garbage, worms, molt, or whatever it is. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so I moused over top of it, and both of us just like crapped our pants because it was actually, <laughs> it was actually a headhunter. So that, awesome. that was probably my favorite part of it. That's, if you were to have a highlight reel, that's, that'd be right at the top. Yeah, it was cool to have. I've had a headhunter before, but they've always been through currency. So this was kind of cool to actually have one drop. That's so awesome. Yeah, and then, so this was also the change, this lat league changed to the five sockets, which obviously allowed you for getting to that domain you were talking about. Oh, you mean the map device was able to have five sockets. Yeah, you could find that. That was pretty cool. Right. Still in the game, they say. Still in the game. Is it? That's what they say. They didn't remove it, but I... I haven't come across it yet. No, myself either. Yeah, it, and then Timeless Jewels were, and they were in that league. I didn't play much with them. I They confused the hell out of me. I don't <laughs> want to see a jewel with just a bunch of numbers and you have to just put it in to find out what it was. Mm. Just just wasn't yeah. for me. Mm. But it was a fun league. I liked, I liked Legion. Yeah. So Legion, um, me, me we're good with Legion? I believe so. Legion then leads into Blight. So Blight <laughs> comes out. It, I found it actually a little shocking that it was Tower Defense. It made me laugh. Mm-hmm. When they announced it and this was the league of monster minion buffs which i knew you were in love with obviously yes, as soon I as am, i read it i am a minion pet lover depending what game you come from i am all about minions it's my league it was fantastic so what did you play that league zombies <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> well i did they made a lot of, i wasn't originally going to play zombies i was there's one one or two of my guides i've only played on console and i haven't played on pc and so i really wanted to play one of the other ones but there were so many changes mm-hmm. to minions and not just minions like the core gem like zombies was modified substantially from 3.7 to 3.8 and but then they added an insane amount of very different but also powerful 
um, support gems mm-hmm. like Feeding Frenzy and Meat Shield and Death Mark, and then they changed the values of the corresponding like minion damage and minion speed to accommodate those new additions and how minions leveled, and then the whole Necromancer ascendancy. It was so different that I had to play it just to see what it was like for the sake of replying to guide responses. But it was really good, obviously. It was the first league for me since, again, I want to say it was back in closed beta uh, when I was playing. I think one of my very first builds I ever played was minions. And I remember one of the very first things I ever messaged the developers to say was, there needs to be a counter. Like the idea that I can't see how many zombies I have out is really difficult to play a minion build. And so this was, I think, my first time touching minions. Besides, I played with SRS a little bit. But I don't think I touched yeah. minions for years, years and years. Of yeah. course, with this league, you really, there wasn't, I mean, I could have played other stuff, but it just, it, it made so much sense to play around with, with minions. And it was fun. Yeah. It was the easiest league start I've ever had, ever. In the history of Path of Exile, I remember going, "What? this is, something's wrong. This is way Well, you did too zombies easy. for your league start, right? Yep. You didn't do any different, yeah. No, I went zombies and it was just, it was butter. It was so smooth. Yep. And I yep. remember laughing to you maybe a month in, just jokingly saying that, oh boy, your zombies are going to take a hit. <laughs> I think it was actually right after Celestial Zombies came out. I was like, oh, you're screwed. That's it. Yeah. That's the curse. Once you that get hit with Celestial, you're done. Yeah. So that, that actually, for me, Blight didn't last a super long time. But I do remember ending it with Celestial everything. <laughs> of course. I got every single Celestial MTX. Had a bunch of the minions in the, in uh, Celestial. And yeah. did you did you like the Blighted League? Did you like the tower defense I, mechanic? I really liked it. I'm I was apathetic to the tower defense part, but I am a huge fan. My favorite leagues are the ones that just let me kill stuff right away. And so I love things like Blight. You know, I love it when I have an insane amount of rogue exiles on the map. I, I just love it. Um, what is it? A breach? Where they come out of the ground? Just love it. So this one was similar to that. I didn't have to go anywhere else to find my, to, to do the league content. And they would just come rushing at you, which is great. Um, I, I was apathetic to the tower stuff. So I basically just looked for the closest checkpoint or choke point or two made them slow and then let my minions deal with the rest in that league because zombies were so overpowered that strategy did work it was their intent to make towers almost required unless you had an insanely overpowerful build so um i did like it i love that the minions just came rushing at you or i guess that pussing pod whatever that was called but yeah no i really liked it It, if if it worked if it worked sure i think my favorite part about blight was Sister Cassia. Oh, her singing and whistling. Yeah, the singing and the. She just didn't yeah. give a damn about you either. She was almost irritated no. that you were there. Yeah, yeah. That's I, right. She needed you, and that pissed her off. Yeah, that yeah, was pretty funny. I do though. One thing about Blight, it would have been. It, it was very difficult. I primarily play console, and it. People had to really, really do specific builds that weren't busy. For a minion league, Blight was too busy. Right. I mean, everybody's has a lot of minions out and then there's an insane amount of monsters out with a lot of hit points. And there was it was just a slideshow on normal consoles, not just the original PS4 and Xbox one, but the the second version of them. Even some people with the the higher end PS4 and uh, Xbox one X, they 
they'd run into some pretty big slideshow slideshow stuff too, depending on it. So for a minion league, Blight kind of counteracted itself with with what would be overpowered and successful. So a lot of the streams that you would see were primarily PC, especially as you got later into the league, because only a higher end PC could actually handle a full Blight map with a full horde of minions. But I really liked it. I just wish it. I just wish it worked. Right. I do remember hearing people struggling with the blighted maps in, mm-hmm. in later in game, just with the amount of stuff that would happen on your own screen. And then you multiply that by a billion with yeah. the amount of mobs that were coming out. And they didn't even implement it into console immediately. It was so challenging because of the frame rate issues and such on PC. They implemented it into 3.9 right away, but they didn't on console and their fix on console was to just make less paths, less minions. And it's just so easy. Mm. It's so easy. It's, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm glad it's in it. I'm glad it's in it, but I've, I've actually yeah, done them in metamorph while I've run into them. Yeah, me too. It's kind of nice. I, it, I guess it's nice because they're not so often. I never, mm. I never had a problem yeah. with the, the tower defense, but I also never cared to do much else besides the freezing ones. I would hit the ice ones and then just sit back in the middle and let my, <laughs> let the minions just do their thing in the middle. Yeah. I don't remember doing no, anything I like else. it. I like it. I don't mind. Some people have an issue when they have to stay in a spot and fight enemies. I don't care as long as there's enemies. And I really like Blight and um, Breach and what's the Abyss for those types of ones. I really like them. Overall, I thought it was a great league. Cool. And then we went into the current league, which there's not a whole lot to talk about just because it's so new. Well, they they nerfed one minion (laughs) from 3.8. Do you know which one? Well, there were actually two. (laughs) That's true. It was Spectres Spectres and and Zombies. zombies. And and then the support gems. Now, that being said, we've talked about this in the the patch notes ones. Necessary changes, maybe a little heavy handed. Hopefully it's adjusted a little bit, but. Uh, yeah, it was kind of. I think it was fair. I was pretty brokenhearted, and I wasn't overly kind with uh, my opinion of it. But I, I do think it was after the huge buff. Yeah, it was kind of necessary. Now they did a huge bow rework with with three point nine. Three point nine. That was the bow league, or is the bow is the bow league? So what? uh, Now it's funny that we say it's the bow league. What are you playing? Playing a bow build. Yep. And I'm playing a build. Every every bow skill got buffed or modified to be relevant Except. in this league. But there were two two bow, one support and one primary skill, active skill that got, uh, I guess, nerfed would be appropriate. Um, I played Elemental Hit that lost a lot of damage compared to 3.8. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing with, it's linked to the Ballista Totem support, which is brand new. Um, they changed that from the attack totem support, which originally you could only lay one at a time unless you invested further in the tree of items. Now it can lay three. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and b- ballistas are brand new to the league, this league too. It's a new type of attack totem that you have to lay within melee range as opposed to being able to throw. So, but yeah, it, uh, my, my specific build got hit hard, but this is a bow league and people are going bow crazy and they're loving it. Yeah. I skipped bows entirely for this league so far. I decided mm-hmm. to go spectral throw. Uh, I'm having a really good time actually in Metamorph. I have struggled a little bit with some stuff. It's the first time with SSF for quite a long time, but it's, I, I like it. The Metamorph stuff, again, I have found this league more challenging, I think, for in a positive way. Not just like, okay, dump chaos damage on me like in Syndicate or right. uh, make a, a stupid area that closes on me within like three seconds as soon as I move 
uh, like synthesis. This is this is legit. Like uh, if it's difficult, yeah. it's my fault. I made it harder. Yeah. I love That's that. Right. I absolutely love that. Yeah, me too. I love that you can take. You could make it. I mean, it's still going to be a boss fight if you took all white items, but you can take the easiest body parts and make the easiest boss you can and if you have a really weak build you'll you'll do okay right but if you have a, a pretty good not the best build as you're leveling and you do all the hardest ones it's going to be a hard fight and it's i thought it was really well balanced right off the bat a lot of the changes they've made weren't to these new bosses yep. it was really cool one thing that i love that metamorph added just into the core game was completely was much harder enemies they added armor and elemental increase uh, resistances and chaos resistances they increased the life of bosses and enemies and rares everywhere and they just made the game they didn't increase their damage but they increased their survivability and it has made the game itself a lot harder metamorph is a great league and the changes they made to the core game that they introduced with metamorph and perfect timing of course because you're making a boss league and then you're adding all these extra boss survivability things into the game as well i it was perfect cohesion and i think they did a really good job they haven't changed any of it it's awesome yeah i i I don't even remember are the changes for that tied to the metamorph league or this conquerors of the atlas it's kind of hard to tell which was for what it's well it's all the same right i mean it's tied to unique enemies it's tied to this the very specific map bosses were individually tweaked right i mean some of the boss fights were completely revamped anyway but for those existing ones they're they were specifically tweaked so that they were at an appropriate level it wasn't just flat you know this this tier all got the same percentage of health increase from what I remember them saying anyway. So it's, it's all intertwined. So then tied in with 3.9 and metamorph was this big, big end game change to the Atlas of now we're into the conquerors of the Atlas. We've got new, new end game bosses, uh, new end game story. And uh, I mean, we're both relatively new into it. I think you're a bit further than I am, but I, again, I've had a blast. It's made, it's made mapping, much more challenging at a lower tier and that's fun i like that yeah definitely i'm i think it's it's done a very good job so far i've heard that higher up that there's some some issues with people that weren't able to complete certain quests or boss fights sure or that certain items weren't falling within a proper area but for the most part this has been this league tied with the new end game that they've created to me it's it it Path of Exile has always tried to be a very difficult game and trying to incorporate what people want in a game and what they want in a game is obviously a very tricky thing. I, well, I would assume I've heard them say so in their interviews. And it's I think this has done just a fantastic job of making the game difficult while keeping the game powerful. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And it's again, it's a little hard to judge because we're three weeks, two weeks into a, into the league. So it's still got a bit of legs behind it before we yeah. see how it all plays out. But so far, I, I, it's been a positive experience. Yeah. The one thing I really like about this new endgame for Metamorph, or not for Metamorph, but the Conquerors of the Atlas, is that you are going to see the same bosses that you're going to fight at the end throughout the Atlas, not just at the end. And I think that is so good. P- GGG has tried to make this game more accessible to new people over and over without making the game easier. And a huge problem that a lot of new people, if they made it to T15s and 16s, was they would be able to clear a T15 no problem. They'd crush the boss no problem. Then they'd meet a guardian mm-hmm. and they'd get 
crushed. And this new method that they have of fighting the same boss, but then in multiple tiers, as you get further and further into the Atlas, it's nice because you're now familiar with the boss as it's getting harder. And I think it's a lot more accessible to new people. And I think they did a really good job considering that too. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be curious to see how that plays out as we get further into the Atlas, because for me, I, it's hard for me to say, I definitely agree with you. It's cool that you're already hitting end game bosses in like tier fours and fives. And it, that's just going to, you know, you're going to only be able to expand on that as you get further along, but I haven't gotten there yet. So it's hard to say, Oh yeah, I'm yep. loving it just as much when I'm in tier 15s and 16s. Yep. So that's cool. I, I Yeah, it has been good so far. All right. So here's a question for you. We'll Uh-oh. start. We'll start with the negative side first. Just because I know you're a positive, a positive guy. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was your least favorite league and why? Of those four, and it's kind of hard because I know Metamorph's so new, but I highly doubt it, it will be the one. But which of those, we've got 3.6 is Synthesis, 3.7 is Legion, 3.8 is Blight, and then the current 3.9 Metamorph. Which was your least favorite league and why? Synthesis was easy to ignore if you didn't like it. Legion, I really liked the mechanics but my specific build didn't get fixed for a month i think my least favorite was blight now i really liked blight but there's the common sense of making your meta being capable of doing your mechanic and they didn't coincide at all and because i'm a console player and GGG knows about their console games and they need to be able to make their game for the least efficient platform that they release it on. I think Blight was my least favorite because I couldn't play it on my favorite platform. Hmm. Okay. So for me, my least favorite would be, it's probably Synthesis, but it's kind of unfortunate for me to say that because I played Synthesis much, much longer than Blight. Much longer. I would say almost twice as long as Blight I played Synthesis. And that was because... I loved the changes to spells. It made the mm. build fun to play, but I absolutely hated the, ch- the the league mechanic. I just could not do. I didn't like it. It wasn't fun at all. Whereas Blight, it uh, it almost seemed a little bit too easy, and I didn't have any interest in the 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 Blight mechanic. So, mm-hmm. th- and that literally was the end game. Like, it, yeah. you know, as you leveled, there wasn't anything new that you were introducing towards the end game, and so I found I burnt out real fast. But synthesis for me if i'm looking at it from a league perspective i hated synthesis's endgame i did gotcha. not like any of the the nexus stuff i felt completely lost all the time on that one like figuring it out so for me that that was the re- i loved absolutely loved the actual plane of that league and the skills and the reworks and stuff one of my favorites but the the actual league mechanic to me was blight wasn't poorly done it wasn't that the the league mechanic was poorly done it just i didn't no, interest me it was great but the synthesis league mechanic to me was uh, a little bit short-sighted and one, definitely wasn't one of my least favorite ones but now let's move well, away from that the brightest guy so i could see how synthesis confuses you i know i like simple i like simple <laughs> so let's move yeah, away so from let- you go you go first on this one you go first okay so this is going to be our favorite which was our favorite league and why you go uh legion for sure i i'm really liking metamorph uh, i can't say for sure until the end of this league where they'll line up legion introduced so many melee reworks that i've been working for or looking forward to forever and so mm-hmm. i tend to lean more towards the melee type skills it's just more fun for me and i i loved a lot of the changes that they did and legion league mechanic was it was dummy proof it was 
It was so simple to play. I wasn't a really big fan of that whole put the five things in. I did it. Mm. You know, I, I played yeah. it. I did beat the one with all five. and But I felt like it was so forced to go that the Cyclone route, if you really want, especially once the Headhunter had dropped it, it made it really easy to go, all right, I could just grab a couple swords and put on the belt and I'll win. But the the league mechanic to me was a lot of fun. It was it, it, within the map side is what I'm referring to. Like it, it made it very, very easy to just play the Atlas, to just play my build. Melee was strong. And so for me as a finished league, it's the only one I can compare it to because Metamorph so far has actually been a lot of fun, but we're like two, three weeks in. So I can't really give it the, the top for me. So what about you? Gotcha. Uh, for me, it was, it's Metamorph. Really? I know we're only that into it, but it's, uh, it's harder Right now, I know adding all the the resists and defense for enemies is isn't necessarily for the league itself, right? That's just core game changes, kind of like the end game. But coupling that with adding bosses that you can choose how difficult they are, you can specifically choose rewards. Like I want more rare items or oh wait should i do a unique item or should i do more currency drops and you're actually guaranteed at least something of what you've chosen now you don't know what the body parts are going to offer you mm. but from all of your options you you're picking your rewards which is so great in a game like this yep. you're picking the difficulty based on the reward which is so great you can pick the location in the map where you're going to fight them it's just it's awesome and i love one thing that like i mentioned before about ggg wanting this game hard but people wanting to clear it in the blink of an eye this slows the game down right like we've we've sure. talked we'll get to exile con in a bit but one thing that they really wanted to do with poe2 was really slow the game down and this is a huge step in that direction even a year before poe2 comes out is you're slowing down these enemies are rough you need a really good build to destroy the really hard metamorphs and a moderately leveled build or one that's still trying to find its gear, still trying to find that right weapon full of mods that they, that would boost their DPS quite a lot. It, it's going to be a challenge and you're, and you're making tough choices. I love metamorph for that. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's metamorph itself is stable, rock sure. solid, stable. Yep. Right. A lot of the issues that have come out with 3.9 have actually been with the new end game, not with Metamorph. Right. I'm not saying it's been bug free, but sure. I just think it's been the most stable. It's been the most exciting. It's the most I'm spending time looking at my screen, choosing what I want to do. It's not just blind. I love it. I absolutely love it. Cool. So 3.9 for you. That's nice. Yeah. All and right. So Legion. <laughs> I, I do like Metamorph, but we'll see how it plays out. Okay, mm -hmm. so you actually brought it up, but let's. One of the final things that they talked about in their development plan for 2019 was ExileCon. So, oh. ExileCon was obviously a huge deal for people who like Path of Exile. Uh, whether you went or not, just the idea that they were doing it was awesome. The fact that this indie development game was going to be, you know, has grown to the size of holding its own conference for a game. And then. Not only are they doing it, but they're going to hold it in literally the furthest place from every <laughs> other country on earth. That, that's awesome. The fact that like and good turnout, they had to increase what they, they had to upgrade their venue. Yeah, I think I heard when we were so we I got to go, which was awesome. I went with my son. 
uh, who's Ethan and, and we, I mean, we had a blast. He definitely had a huge, a really, really good time when he was there. And I know me and you had talked about possibly going and it just didn't work out, but, uh, the, the, I I can't remember the number. I want to say it was around 1300, 1300 people is, is what we were told was there, which is insane, especially given that a huge percentage of those were not local. And when I was looking it up, Mm -hmm. just out of curiosity, the closest besides Australia, the closest place that you could fly from was 12 hours away, which is just, it just made me laugh because it's, yeah, it literally is the furthest place away from everywhere else on earth besides, you know, the people in Australia. But when we were, when we were down there, I'll just quickly throw this in there. When, when we were down there, I actually made a Reddit post because I was floored at the, the way that the people that were there were acting towards each other and the community sort of just in general. It really okay. took me back to beta days of, of POE. It just was, everybody mm. was friendly. Everybody was hanging out. You know, like there just was, it was a really cool vibe there. And that's coming from, uh, you know, I'm not old, but an older guy. I mean, I think probably the average age I would have guessed was probably like 27, 28 there. Yeah. But it was just cool. Like people were, yeah, people were neat. super friendly. I mean, Ethan, he's 18. He had a blast. So hmm. it was a really cool experience. And then, yeah. well, I mean, we should get to really the two, two major announcements, I guess, maybe three. So we had 3.9, which was obviously this expansion and the whole change to the yeah. conquerors of the Atlas. Right. Cool, cool announcement that came out. Uh, mobile announcement. I'm saving the big one for the end. Hmm. Mobile announcement was hilarious because I remember sitting in the theater and watching people all figure, you know, are they out of their minds? Like, is this, is this real? Is, are they lying? Everybody kind of thought, you know, until you saw how much, you know, they had the fall guy, which was hilarious in their video. Yeah. And, uh, and then Chris afterwards, that's his job too, right? Oh, it was so well done though. It was so well done. I hope it was his idea because I think that that it was one of the funniest titles for anybody in the whole, in any of the videos (laughs) was the mobile fall guy. Mobile fall guy. But yeah, uh, that was a good video. And then Chris kind of talking afterwards about how it was hard to announce this last year made me crack up. Oh, and he was so nervous walking out, not sure what they were going to do. Yeah. And then, yeah. of course, the huge POE2, which was, you know, the, the pre-announced 4.0, but is actually going to be Path of Exile 2. So I, I'm curious, what what did you think? I mean, ExileCon was so big, we can't cover, obviously, all of it. But no. what, what was sort of your overall? So for those listening, Justin and Ethan got to go. I, of course, did not get to, but we were messaging quite a lot throughout the entire conference. And um, and it was really cool to get their perspective of to what was happening and what I could see. And so I was watching on Twitch and uh, YouTube, and I got to see a lot of the interviews that uh, Justin and Ethan didn't get to see while they were there. Because uh, you just can't see everything live, but they only had one channel that was streaming some of the interviews. And so... I think obviously my favorite part of ExileCon was the Path of Exile 2 announcement. But the best part of that was when I think it was Chris that came out after when Chris, he was almost crying and he yep. couldn't, he was having such a hard time controlling his emotions and his love for his game, his passion for the community that plays. He was so overwhelmed with people's excitement over what they were doing and their excitement to play even more and get more. I just can't imagine what it would be like. They were saying that it, they, for the longest time, there was like four people, only the people that were allowed in his office without knocking 
knew that 4.0 was actually going to be POV2. Wow. And it was only, he was saying that it was just nobody knew. And for that to just get off their chests, for them to be able to talk about everything. It was one of my other favorite moments, along with Chris almost crying in, in a good way, uh, was when Jonathan... Uh, maybe maybe it was quick, maybe it was both, but I, I think it was Jonathan. He sat down for one of his um, interviews, Twitch interviews, and he was so calm. He was just so excited. He was so relaxed. And he just said, ask me anything. There's no more secrets. And he was just so happy to just talk about anything. And I thought that was really cool because mm-hmm. there's so much that's still going to come. And I mean, when you compare this to the Diablo 4 announcement, it just blows it out of the water. And the things that they're even comparable, GGG was thinking about for even longer, it seems. It's just, it was it was so exciting. I can't wait for another 19 Ascendancy classes while we're on the subject. Yeah, it's going to be cool. So I haven't, I, I mean, you know the story, and there's there's obviously a few of our friends that we know locally and that are family friends and stuff know this story. And very few people outside of that would obviously know about this. Besides, there was a picture, but one of my f- one of my favorite uh, sort of experiences when we were there, because there were a lot. I mean, just it being in New Zealand on its own was amazing. That that country is beautiful. Yeah. But we were the day before the ExileCon event. We had run into about, I don't know, we had just because Ethan wanted to go out and do all of the meetups and stuff. And I was following along with him. Uh, we met quite a few people and, and some really, really cool people while we were out there that we hung around with and, you know, would go out for lunch and go exploring with. And so we were, we were walking with three other guys, two other guys. I don't remember. There were, I think there were four or five of us, but we were walking down one of the main streets right by where XLCon was going to be taking, taking place. And as we're walking down the street, this guy's walking towards us and I, he's wearing a path of XL shirt. And right off the bat, I was like, Oh my God, that's Chris. And he, he's just by himself. He's just walking up. But the funniest part is he kind of looks at our group and he sees that I think four of the people in our group are wearing Path of Exile shirts and at this or, or jackets or something. And at this point, Path of Exile, like, or sorry, the Exile Con event hasn't started yet. There's not. It's like a, the next day or something. It's right? going to be the next day. There's not a ton of people down like in that area yet uh, that are, you know, Path of Exile people. And so he looks over at us. And he smiles and he's like, hey, hey, guys. And so, you know, we stop and we're like, oh, hey, how's it going? And he he pulls his phone out. He's like, do you guys mind if I take a picture with you? And in my head, I'm thinking, what the hell? And it didn't seem like everybody else was grasping that it was him. And the thing is, he had shaved like he was freshly shaved, which is not his normal look at all. And so we're kind of like, yeah, sure, for sure. And so he 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 takes his phone, puts it into the selfie and holds it up high and takes a picture of himself with like the four or five of us standing behind him smiling. And he turns around, he laughs and he's like, he's, he mentioned the fact that, you know, a bunch of us were wearing path of exile stuff. And he hit the comment was, I need to take a picture so I can show people that people give a shit about my stuff. And it, and it, and, and of course it made us laugh. And so then he kind of looks at us for a second awkwardly. He's like, do you guys want a picture? And in my, and I'm like, yeah, I grabbed Ethan. I pushed him. I'm like, yeah, of course we want a picture. Like get in there. And so we take this picture of the four of them standing with Chris Wilson, just in the middle of the street. And uh, he's like, thanks guys. Have a great, uh, you know, conference. And it was so great seeing you. And he takes off and Ethan kind of looks at me. He's like, man, he's familiar. Like what? Who, who is that? And I'm like, oh my God, that's Chris Wilson. And he freaks out. He's like, what? <laughs> so it was, it was a lot of fun. And he was so he was so nice. He actually recognized us when he was, when Ethan was in line 
to go and get his signature. He went and got his like map signed by a bunch of the developers and stuff. And so he, he took pictures with him again, but yeah, it was, it was fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was really cool to watch, you know, stuff happen through him as well. So yeah, it was cool. But so your favorite announcement would have been PoE two announcement. Yes, there was, I mean, there was so much interesting stuff that we've talked about in other episodes and that we have lined up for the future episodes, but yep. my favorite announcement was most definitely POE two. Mm-hmm. Hard to argue that. Yeah, it was very cool. It was a fun to sort of hear the reaction, uh, which I'm sure yeah. people experienced it anywhere they were if they were listening and, and cared about Path of Exile. Just the idea yeah. that they were coming out with two and that it was going to coincide with one. And yeah. Oh, just so I have three very specific things that excite me a lot about POE two. But what is it that you? are looking i mean we i know we have an episode coming up about this but what is short quickly what are a couple things that really excite you about poe2 well i i I feel like a lot of it i'll save for probably a future episode but i would say right off the top of my head i i just love the idea of a new storyline okay Uh, you know just that whole new i've been playing path of exile for a long time so and and as of you and it's it's kind of cool to think that there's going to be an entirely new storyline to follow there is way too much for me to say what like some of my actual favorite stuff is and we'll talk about that obviously coming up but yeah i think just the idea that there's a whole new storyline that's going to be coming along is is Mm. is a very cool what about you slower paced gameplay new gem system Mm -hmm. 19 new ascendancies the fact that they're going to have what was it 38 it was 19 it's currently 19 right yeah six three one yeah okay so 38 ascendancies that are going to be different and all have the ability to have multiple play styles and builds within each that's mind-blowing yeah it'll be cool to see if there's 38 different ones that's a lot oh my goodness i can't i i I, my brain's exploding thinking about it so yeah so i mean overall though with the information that they gave on XLCon and and sort of their announcements back in 20 the beginning of 2019 for it it, i would say it was a hit i think they they kind of nailed it 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 really seemed to go well they seemed to be really happy with how it went and everyone that I ran into and spoke to there just loved it. Like every single person had a blast. Sweet. So uh, yeah, it was really good. What about mobile? Are you going to play it? I have played it. I played yeah, it while I was yeah, there. That's true. Uh, it was, uh, it's cool. You know what? They've done a really good job with it. It's, it, it's very simple to play. It's very simple to just, you know, play with your, with your thumbs. I'm not a mobile game person. I don't tend to play very many games on the mobile. If I was maybe, mm-hmm. I can't think of maybe flying. I tend to do work though when I'm flying. So I don't know. Maybe if I was, maybe if I was just looking for something to do, it's simple enough to pick up and it will be free. So I'm sure I will install it. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully by the time that they come out with it, it doesn't try to set your phone on fire because <laughs> it runs very, very hot. They gave phones that you could test with. So I don't know what, what models of these phones they were, but your hands were like yeah it's like you took something out of the oven by the time you had played it for about 20 25 minutes yeah would you play it mobile uh, i'll download it if my phone can handle it um but i'm i'm just really impressed like yeah i'm excited for it i'll give it a shot i'll try and make time for it but i'm by, i'm not gonna go out of my way because i play on console and pc as well but i'm i'm excited to try it i hope my phone can play it and if it does i'll definitely force myself to to give it some time and i'm sure it'll be great one of my favorite lines from Path of Exile 2, though, was when, oh, I think it was Chris, said, we don't care if it's successful. Like, yeah. it's not, it, we don't care if we make money. It, like, they don't even have microtransactions lined up for it yet. Yep. 
they might not even. I don't and think so they're going to. It's just a game. It's just free, and it's we want it to be a really good mobile game. If it makes money, fine, but they don't even see how it's going to make money. And if it doesn't, okay. Like, yeah. it's a mobile game for mobile people. That's all it is. And I thought that was really cool because it solidifies. I remember the rage when Xbox came out as the first console, the first non-PC platform for PoE2, and a lot of PC land exploded in rage. And so PlayStation had a much friendlier release, of course. And so it's it's nice for PC players or just console only players to know that that they're not going to be overlooked because of a new focus of income. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool, especially because there could have been. That's right. You know, like there is right. there's a lot of money that can be made on mobile. So the fact that they're not putting a focus on it is really nice. Yeah. Well, cool. so, yeah, I would say I would say with their development notes from 2019 i'm really excited to see what the 2020 ones will come out with in in the next few days because they stayed true to damn near everything they were spot on yeah i think the only thing that will be a little bit off and by no criticism at all is just their timeline for poe2 i think yes, 2020 I think is what if it says we there. were reading it it was like sometime in 2020 maybe yep. early maybe not now they're thinking like absolute earliest is the very end of 2020 likely 2021 but for poe2 i'll wait any time of year i'm i'm just too excited yeah i i feel like i heard it going all the way up to 3.12 so i'm you know that gives at least three more leagues nine more months uh yeah. so maybe the very very end you oh. know? we'll see just i don't really care they don't release it over christmas right <laughs> oh man i hope they do so bad i hope that's the december release oh merry christmas that'd be amazing (laughs) fix it Uh, only poe one will continue to work (laughs) oh man that would be the best christmas gift for me oh we could talk about so much yeah all right so let's let's end this one off i think this was this was cool that it was fun to look back at sort of what they did in 2019 and 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 sort of give us an idea of what to look forward to for 2020. So we wanted to do a giveaway. I think it's going to be fun. So we're going to make it super simple. There's going to be two ways to enter. We're going to post a Reddit post on the show notes. All you got to do is post on that. Tell us what league was your favorite and why. We don't care which was the release favorite. Let's keep it positive. That's what Reddit's for. Positivity. That's right. You know, show us some love as well. If you've, if you've been enjoying the podcast or give us some constructive criticism, but all we need to see is a post showing us which league was your favorite and why, maybe what build you played. So that's one way to enter. That would be on Reddit. Yeah, we'll post the link to it in the show notes for for this podcast. So you'll be able to find it anywhere you're listening to this podcast. The link will be in the description or notes for it. Uh, And then the other way is to retweet. We're going to have a tweet coming out as soon as this episode goes live. If you're not following us, check us out on Twitter at foreverexiled82. And we will have a tweet specifically for episode six and our giveaway. So make sure you retweet that if you've got Twitter. So those are the two ways to get entered. And what you're playing for is you get to pick. We've got three options. It's either the Basilisk Core Supporter Pack, the Grand Sanctum Supporter Pack, or the Eternal Damnation Supporter Pack. If it turns out you, for some odd reason, have all three or don't like them, then we'll just get you (laughs) the equivalent value in points uh, to your account. So yeah, that's it. So we've got Reddit, Twitter, win some goodies. And we're going to announce the winner during episode eight. So we have episode seven still coming out at its regular time. This was sort of our bonus one coming out for for, uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. So happy, happy New Year's. And uh, we're going to have episode seven coming out at its regular scheduled thing on Sunday night. And with regards to 
supporter packs. If we can make it work, we'll make it work for whatever account you have. So if you're a if you're an Xbox player, a PC player, a PlayStation player, we can work with support with GGG to make sure that those supporter packs are sent to you on your whatever platform, platform you're using. That's right. So that's where it is. Reddit, tweet us, pick what you want to win. We'll announce it during episode eight, which is two more episodes away. I'm going to win. <laughs> that's perfect. I'm going to win. Yeah. You're kicked out. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for listening to episode six of Forever Exiled, a Path of Exile podcast. This has been a really good time, and I hope you guys all have a super safe New Year's Eve and a good New Year's Day following after that. I am one of your hosts, Justin, a.k.a. Tags. I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. <laughs> oh, was I supposed to finish? Okay, well, then add, add something in. Um, hang on. Okay, then I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Be safe this holiday week. No, no, no. What Just do I keep say? Keep talking. You say no. whatever you want. No, no, no. Well, I was terrible. I want to say something about you. Don't have New to say Year's your name Eve, again. Though. I'm just going to cut it anyway. But but give me like <laughs> half Tyler a second Wrecker before you. St- no, don't say that part again. Just give no, me half a second before you start speaking. But don't make it so dumb. No, 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 no. no. This is um, actually now going to be our outro. <laughs> this whole thing. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? No, I wanted people to be safe on New Year's All right, Eve. So make Drinking it sound and driving better. stupid. And for some reason, people seem to forget that at new year's eve but anyway try and make anyway. it sound better would you um we appreciate all the listens and thanks for your time have a happy new year's eve that was say be safe do you want to redo it uh, it's, well sure it's but still i don't really know how i'm gonna say it Look, to, i have all these notes that are through? distracting me about my filters all i want to talk about this is, is what I, this is what happens filters. when i throw an outro on you that you have to do it <laughs> the, oh the God, music just starts playing as i'm still talking about how i'm gonna do an outro no what what do i what do i say Listen, I have to no, do the intro every damn time. Well, you, you don't have you to. You do do it. Yeah, because otherwise we, this is to. what our intro would it. be. I'll do the next time. I'll do episode seven. No, you can't wreck it now. We're six in. You, <laughs> yes, you started with episode five. Because the intro changes. Episode five, you started with our outro, remember? <laughs> Thanks. Episode five, I started with the outro. <laughs> no, I don't. Yes, at the end. No, I don't. I don't remember. Thanks? <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks. Uh, well, um... All right. Well, what can I say? Thank you very much for the listens, everybody. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, again, if you have any encouragement or criticisms for us, please let us know on Twitter or on Reddit after one of our posts. And uh, we'll see you on episode seven. Make sure to check out the show notes below if you've got any questions or concerns. Oh, I'm going to redo that one. Yeah, nobody has concerns. I don't care if they have concerns either. (laughs) (laughs) I should clarify. I don't give a shit. Make sure to check out the show. You are going to put this all out on the same. (laughs) You weren't ready. I was ready. You weren't ready. I'm not going to cut any of this. It's going to be the longest outro ever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can't because I just giggled like an idiot. I know. I'm pretty sure you spit on yourself. I forgot I was live. Make sure to check out the show notes for more information about today's episode. You can find us online at www.foreverexiled.com as well as on Twitter at foreverexiled82.